Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello and welcome to Tailored to Perfection, a podcast for people who have an intermediate or advanced level of English and who want to practice their listening. Today I present a program all about money with uh, Liz Wyke, who uh, used to be a teacher at Taylor School, and with a new teacher at Taylor School, Vicky Perez. And we have an interesting discussion all about money and banks and things like that. Well, I mean, it's, it's reasonably interesting, but it's I think it's really useful language, especially if you're going to live in an English-speaking country or for for work and things like that. I think language related to money, although we often don't want to talk about money often because it's it can be a taboo subject. It is um it is a subject that we need to know the vocabulary and we need to know how to manage our money and we need to know how to communicate with our bosses or our employees or our banks and things like that about money, okay? I've made a list of the difficult words and expressions that we used during the podcast and you can find that list at taylorschool.es-podcasts. You've got a list there and it's in chronological order in the order that they appear in the podcast and at the end, in about 20 minutes, um, I'll when we finished the, the conversation... I'll go through that list of difficult words and I'll give you an explanation or a definition of all of those words, okay? So, uh, let's get on with it, okay? Let's go. and I'm sitting here in Taylor School in Oviedo in Spain with some fantastic teachers and, well, a fantastic teacher from the school and a fantastic <laughs> ex-teacher from the school. Well, she still teaches sometimes, but she doesn't teach here, unfortunately. And uh, hello, Liz. Hi. And Vicky. Hi. So it's Vicky's first time on the podcast, so welcome. It is. Thank you. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about money. Could you tell us about your relationship with money, Vicky? Oh, okay. Are you a um, spender or a saver? Do mm, you spend your money a lot or do you save money? I would say I'm a spender, although I'm not a careless spender, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like spending money on presents for friends, sometimes presents for me. <laughs> uh, but I tend to save when I want to go on a trip, things like that. Uh -huh. But generally speaking... Probably a spender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, Liz? Um, I think I'm 
probably a saver, <laughs> but um, I'm certainly spending more as I as I get older. I think, but I think it it comes from when I was a student. I was on a really tight budget, and um, and I kind of sometimes still think, can I afford this? Can I afford that? Even though now I can, but mm-hmm. I think um, you know I just developed that because <laughs> for quite a few years I had to really watch what I was spending. Yeah. So um, uh-huh. yeah. But yes, I do save a bit for a rainy day, but um, I like spending, like uh, Vicky, I like spending on holidays and going out and having dinner experiences and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For example, I always think I need to have enough money to fly home suddenly if something mm-hmm. happens back in England and I need that some money for a flight or um, or just something that you hadn't bargained for, something that happens. and Yeah, uh, some unexpected thing. Yeah. yeah. So you save money for a rainy day. Yeah. It's like the rainy day is the, the well, a bad day when you need it. Yeah, yeah when yeah, you absolutely, your washing machine emergency. breaks yeah. down or something. Yeah, a new car or something like that in yeah. case uh, if your old car breaks down and things, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good. And uh, so your care, Liz, you'd say you're careful with money? <laughs> yeah, are you tight-fisted then? <laughs> well, I, I hope not because... Which is the, <laughs> tight-fisted is the opposite of generous, yeah? Yes. So it's where you hang on to your money and you don't... Let <laughs> don't let it, it go yeah well um i mean i am from yorkshire and traditionally th- that part of england people say that we are tight-fisted yeah it's true yeah <laughs> yeah but um i prefer to use the word uh thrifty with... thrifty <laughs> would you describe yourself as thrifty really? well maybe not yeah. maybe not but that's the... is more like just not spending much money yeah, yeah or like, like spending the minimum using like trying to use everything really getting the most out of everything i think it's my mum who's really very thrifty because yeah. she kind of like doesn't like to throw things away and like uses things for a long time yeah and i think that you kind of a lot of your spending or saving habits come from your, your parents family, yeah. or in family mm-hmm. and they influence you in some way. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that I'm tight-fisted. And you, no. Vicky? Were you generous, tight-fisted? Mm, I'd say generous, probably. Yeah. I like spending money on presents, uh, mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. For like sending something to my mom who doesn't live here in Oviedo or things mm-hmm. like that. Good. Okay, so can you remember your first salary or your first wage? Wow. So a salary is what you get every month or a wage is what you get every week in England. In England, at least, you get a wage for jobs that are maybe less skilled work. You get a wage. The first jobs that I did, like working in a kitchen and things like that, were mm. a wage. it was wage, so you got a wage every week. Mm. And then a salary was every month. When I started, When I became a teacher, I got a salary... Mm-hmm. And things like that. Mm. So anyway, Vicky, what was your first wage um, and, and what did you spend it on your first salary? Um, well, my first job was a part-time bartender here mm-hmm. in Oviedo. And I I can't remember the exact amount that I made. But I do remember that I bought a sweater for my mom. Oh. Oh, I know. And a sweater for me too. <laughs> so two wow. sweaters. Yeah, yeah. In Massimo Dutti. I remember this. <laughs> I even remember the store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. That's very Long sweet. time ago. That you bought a present <laughs> with your first, you know, your first paycheck. Yeah, true yeah. story. <laughs> and you, Liz? Um, well, I can't. Re- I think my f- when I first started earning money, um, 
I I had to pay off some debts because I had some student debts. So I think I um I was kind of playing off those debts, but I do remember that once I had got some money together, I spent the first time I kind of really spent like what I considered was a lot of money was I bought a really good bed, a mattress. Um and uh, I suppose because when I was a student I'd just been sleeping on really bad uncomfortable beds yeah. and it was something that I kind of promised to myself when I started earning money uh-huh. and so that's something uh, that I that I spent some yeah. uh, some money. So but you the the first thing you said is that you paid off your debts yeah, yeah? so in the UK a lot mm. of students yeah. get into debt yeah they yes. get a student loan and then students, when they start work, they have to pay yeah, off their pay debts. Back. Yeah, pay it back. Yeah. And now university is extremely expensive, much more expensive than when Liz yeah. or I went to university. <laughs> yes. And yeah. people end up with very, a lot of debt when mm. they finish university. Now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Good. Yeah, for me, my fir- I'm pretty sure my first wage, it must have been when I was like 17 and I worked in a kitchen cleaning pots. Um think i probably spent it on beer (laughs) i think that's probably that was the priority in my life at that moment anyway tell us about a time you had dealings with a bank or problems with a bank or something so i'm looking for vocabulary related to banks Mm. and uh and things like that vicky um well i have a bank account i only use for monthly expenses like the Uh electricity bill etc and last month i got an overdraft ah Mm -hmm. okay um should i explain it what it is yes that's it when you um you have to pay for some bills but you don't have enough money in your bank account so the bank sort of pays your bill and then you are in the red so you owe money to the bank yeah you're in the red i I was in in the the red red for Mm -hmm. two days Uh it was like five euros or so um oh well yeah i I I miscalculated (laughs) i don't think that even counts as an overdraft yeah i don't (laughs) know it was in the red definitely yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. my bank said so Mm -hmm. and i had to pay it off (laughs) going back to when you're a student in england as soon as i um, started university mm-hmm. my bank knew that I was going to university and suddenly my bank account changed from a normal bank account or mm-hmm. a young person's bank account mm-hmm. to a student bank account mm-hmm. and they automatically gave me a thousand or two thousand pound overdraft oh, so wow. I could and and that overdraft was free and with no interest and it lasted for like the three or four years that I was uh-huh. at university so it's a it's a crazy mm, thing really yeah. i didn't ask for it but yeah. automatically they gave me a free overdraft yeah. okay yeah so students in england are encouraged to be yeah to be in debt yeah in some ways yeah. it kind of encourages people to spend oh yeah too much and yeah. like encourages kind of bad spending habits because you think gosh i've got two thousand pounds to spend <laughs> really it's not your money to spend but you know you but it's you, there for you yeah, to use it and yeah and you're young and Tempting. you don't sort of realize you don't sort of have the the idea of uh, moderation moderation yeah yeah good um and you liz dealings with banks um 
Um, well, I was going to mention the student loan uh, uh-huh. thing, you know, whereby they, they, the, the banks try to capture students when they first get to university because usually when you, um, when you join a bank, you, you tend to stay with that same bank for the rest of your life. So it's a real priority for them. And they give, I remember they kind of gave you free gifts and things yeah. and, um, yeah. you know, to try and encourage you to, to have your open your bank account with mm-hmm. them because so. yeah once you get in debt with a bank mm. once you owe them money then you can't really change no can you no. so then you get in debt with them and then when you finish being a student then you start paying interest on the debt and you have a credit card and you pay interest <laughs> on the credit card maybe you get your mortgage with the same mortgage, bank <laughs> yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah good um how do you think economic issues influence our daily lives or culture? So this is talking about not so much about the day-to-day money and banks and things like that, more sort of in general economic issues. What do you think? Mm. Any ideas? Well, uh, grandparents here in Spain tend to be big savers because Uh they survived the civil war here in Spain and then the years after that yeah, the post hunger the post war it lasted for maybe 20 10, years 20 like that, long maybe. long time yeah. so when they grew older they at least that's my experience with my grandparents mm-hmm. they've be, always been big big uh, big savers yeah yeah um mm-hmm. so i suppose that it has to do with what they lived as yeah. young people and yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, that affected the way people's relationship affect, yeah. with money and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I'd say so, yeah. Good. Mm. Liz? And yeah, kind of in contrast, I would say that in the UK now, our grandparents or the my parents, for example, people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, have never been so well off. <laughs> now they're very well off. Now they're yeah. very well off. Most of them have paid off their mortgages. Um, they... Uh, they have a lot of, of, of money to, to spend, for example, going on holiday. Mm. You know, they are the great travellers these days, I think, aren't yeah. they? Mm. Yeah, retired people in the UK over 65 have a state pension. Yeah. And the state pension is protected mm. uh, from inflation. Pensions have to go up above inflation, mm. more than inflation, or more than the cost of living, or more than the average um, income so yeah. pensioners because all the thing is that pensioners in the UK are the people who vote yeah so those are the people who go out and vote young people <laughs> they might vote maybe but pensioners vote a yeah. lot all of them or 95% of them mm-hmm. so they're the demographic that we yeah. like that the politicians have to look after yeah they make sure that they're and they they're don't happy. touch their pensions yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah i mean so they are they they were savers when they were younger but now i see that um our parents and grandparents are, are big spenders and they call mm-hmm. it like the silver pound or something don't they the uh, yeah. silver dollar the you know from for the, silver from the color of the hair yes yeah, yeah and that that's a huge market now for like uh. travel companies and all kinds of yeah, health insurance and um and cars and because they're the ones who can uh, can uh-huh. afford it much more than for example the younger generations who yeah. are struggling with debts and big yeah. mortgages and things yeah. like that uh-huh. yeah. what other differences sort of national cultural differences might you find between spain or between the uk or vicky where you lived in ireland mm-hmm. or anywhere else so that any differences in in attitudes to money and and things like that that, um, you've, that you've found 
Well, in Ireland, for example, it was easier to find part-time jobs. Mm. So I met a lot of people who would just get a job, save some money, spend it on a trip or things like that. Mm -hmm. Go back, find another job or maybe go back to studying, things like that. And in Spain, I find I find it a little more difficult mm -hmm. because it's harder to find that types of jobs yeah. or jobs that give enough money to yeah. spend to save for a trip and things yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe that that was a different with younger people. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about people in their so early twenties, study it, students. Mm. Uh -huh. Yeah, so it means so, that like in Ireland and the UK, that young people are a lot more sort of mobile. They have. They're more independent. They have more options and mm -hmm. things like that. I, yeah. I'd, I'd say so. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I left yeah, my twenties a few years ago, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No. Totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's something that's surprising when you come to Spain mm -hmm. and you see that people who are 25, 28, 30, mm. living in their parents' mm -hmm. house mm -hmm. and um, maybe like not travel, not going on holiday so much and things mm -hmm. like that. Whereas in the UK, mm. if you if you work and you live at your well, if you live at your parents' house, then you can save a lot of money because right. you can work and you can live there. Right. And if you save a lot of money, you can go on holiday for a long time. Mm -hmm. So yep. there's sort of a it was a surprise when I came to Spain and I saw people living with their mm. parents, and it took me a long time to realize that mm -hmm. it wasn't so much like a cultural. It is cultural as well a little bit, but it's mainly sort of an economic. Yeah, thing, an definitely. Yeah, thing mm -hmm. that that, um, that influences that because mm. if you get a normal job in your twenties, mm -hmm. you probably don't have enough money basically to live, mm. like, or you have a stable job and you can't spend months traveling and then go back. Yeah, that's you right. Have to you look can't for another leave. job yeah. and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. part-time jobs are harder to find, mm -hmm. like paying being paid by the hour, things like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're mm -hmm. bartending or in yeah. the kitchen like you said before yeah. Yeah. and then and spain is a reason of comparatively in world terms is a rich country as well mm, so yeah. then if you take that to the to other countries mm, to right. poorer countries then you, yeah like the economy affects really mm, really yeah. limits people's mm -hmm. um people's life possibilities mm. and things like that mm. Mm. yeah yeah any other cultural things liz yeah i was probably going to say the same that uh Yeah, I don't think, I think people tend to, in, in the UK, you know, it's in, you're encouraged to, if you can, to, to become financially independent from quite a young age. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I did waitressing and cleaning and different things like that, which, you know, even when I was a teenager, which perhaps people might think, you know, oh, going to work as a cleaner or, or when you could just rely on your mum and dad but I think it was more the fact that um, they just wanted me to you know discover what working was all about and to to learn the value of money really yeah because you know you got your 10 pounds or whatever you you earn mm. for cleaning and 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 but you you then thought perhaps a bit more about what you were going to spend it on because um you know you knew that you'd had to earn it yeah um so Yes, I was definitely encouraged by my parents to to do part-time work when I was still studying. Mm. And then my now my wife's uh, family, she had the opportunity to work in a bar mm. when she was uh, like 20 or 21 or something like that. Mm. Um and her parents didn't let her yeah. work in a bar. Yeah. Because they didn't want her to mm -hmm. um be sort of in 
yeah in that in environment that environment yeah. yeah yeah but you know i was working in a pub when i was 18 19 20 and yeah yeah yeah. Sometimes yeah. parents here in Spain don't like their children working in something different from what they're studying for. Yeah, it's like your work is for when you finish university and the real job. That like you're you studying to become a lawyer, so until yeah. you find a job as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was not my case. I was encouraged by my mom to to find part-time jobs after I mm. had finished my my mm-hmm. studies, my university studies. Yeah. But I'd say, yeah, it happens a lot here mm-hmm. in Spain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Okay, so let's have a look at some uh, some language now. So we've got uh, we've talked about debt and loans, and we've got lend and borrow. So Liz, can you tell me what is the difference between lend and borrow? Uh, well, lend is when a person uh, is able to 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 give somebody else something, uh, usually money, but it could be just like a pen or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you so uh, you would lend me a pen, as in you give me a pen. Yes, yeah. yeah for you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not a present. I'm going to get it back, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> unless you run off with it. <laughs> but uh, and you are borrowing the pen from me, so. So the person who receives that uh, money or or receives the the item is is borrowing uh-huh. it from the lender. So you lend something to somebody and you borrow something from, from. somebody. Yeah. Yes. Good. Yeah. What about a, a loan or a mortgage? What's the difference, Vicky? Mm, um, loan a loan is the amount of mo- or the money you get from the bank to pay for something big, maybe a car, things like that. Mm. And the mortgage is when the bank sort of pays for your house and then you have to give the money back yeah. in small installments mm-hmm. for a hundred years. years. Yeah. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Mortgage, yeah. Mortgage. Until you die. Mort. Yes. Mortgage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good? Yeah. Okay. And then, well, we've talked about an overdraft already, um, mm-hmm. overdraft and loan. So an overdraft is where your bank account just goes into minus numbers <laughs> yes. yeah and a loan is where you actually ask for a specific amount of money for something then we've got a debit card and a credit card liz mm-hmm. debit card well with a debit card. card the the money when you pay with your card comes directly out of your bank account the same mm-hmm. day or maybe the following day and with a credit card you pay for something but you don't have to actually pay for it uh, until the end of the month usually uh-huh. you get a bill and if you can't pay for it then you um you go into credit and and you have to eventually you know you start uh, it starts accruing interest and, yeah. and what have you yeah yeah so usually if you don't pay pay off your credit card at the end of the month then there's a high rate of interest it's like yes. a loan from the bank with a lot of interest on yeah it or something like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. right good um, okay, and some expressions. What about this first expression? Uh, Vicky, can you tell us? Money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> that's something I heard a lot when I was growing up. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd say that's what your parents tell you when you are asking for things that are unreasonable money-wise. Yeah. And they... And and then you, as a child, don't realize that money is something you need to work for. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. just grow in trees. Uh-huh. You need to work for it, make an effort. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Good. Liz, next one. Uh, I'm not made of money. 
which is, yeah, again, something that your mom or dad would have said to you when you were uh, yeah. asking for some extra pocket money or something like that when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Next one. Time is money. Well, Time is money, yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose that we tend to consider money very important, but time, it could be just as important. Mm-hmm. You can, I don't know, maybe something yeah. like that. Yeah, but a lot of people sort of equate time with money, especially people who work oh, yeah. by, like, All right. by the yeah. hour as well. I mean, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Literally, if, if somebody's very busy mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and they don't really want to talk to you or they want to give you just 10 minutes and they think that their time is very important and they might say, oh, time is money. Come on, quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I just realised that um, Vicky is kind of thinking it from of, uh, from a different perspective. Like time is kind of your wealth, you know. Yeah. Because you can't buy time, can you? Yeah. You know, it's kind of so. Are you with, I was I thinking think you're about thinking it that, that way. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think that people also use it, like you say, Dave, to mm. kind of when people are making doing a lot of business and you know they yeah. they haven't got a lot of time to spare. Yeah. So they, <laughs> Good. They, yeah. Next one. Liz? Uh, to cost an arm and a leg? Well, this is just to express how uh, expensive something is. Yeah. You know, that, uh, so you'd say something like, uh, oh, this, uh, my car cost an arm and a leg. Yeah. Like my car cost a lot. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. this computer, my phone cost an arm and a leg or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have an expression in Spanish that it's uh, to cost an eye. Cost an eye, an eye, ah, right, an right. eye of your face, literally. Yeah, <laughs> ah. yeah. <laughs> which I, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. Okay, and the last question: uh, What do you like spending money on? For me, I really love spending money on books. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not really a big reader, but I love going into a bookshop. Yeah. When I go back to England, I always go to a bookshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the children's section. Cause I've got a little boy. <laughs> children's books are really really beautiful yeah. in england especially like they seem to have really really nice children's books and um and also books in general yeah. fiction non-fiction anything just go into mm-hmm. a bookshop and spend an hour or an hour and a half or something walking around mm-hmm. and choose a, a little pile of books mm-hmm. to take to bring mm-hmm. back to spain <laughs> yeah um and guitars and, and musical instruments <laughs> your weakness i wish i had more money if i had more money i'd spend it on on uh, musical instruments more guitars basically. yeah and you vicky uh traveling ah uh, yeah of course yeah i like mm-hmm. saving for trips and taking at least once every two years a big trip far uh-huh. asia or america or something like that yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah that's a good way to spend your money yeah definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm and you Liz? yeah um yeah traveling also um beds like, and mattresses <laughs> comfortable mattress <laughs> actually that's the best money you know the best wage i ever spent was on that bed it's fantastic <laughs> because you really spend a lot of time in bed when you think about it yeah um yeah. but i also like spending money on kind of cultural things like uh, going to the theater or the cinema or books or yeah just kind of experiences i'm not really um a kind of a collector of things for the home i just prefer just to spend it on doing things experiences yeah <laughs> yeah uh-huh. yeah so um and what don't you like spending money on are there any things that you really don't like spending money on um i don't like paying tax very much <laughs> uh, i mean 
philosophically, I think it's very important that <laughs> yeah. everybody pays tax. But then when the then the, when the, the bill, tax arrives. bill comes, like oh god. Um, yeah. Apart from that, I don't know. Uh, phone bills, internet yeah. bills, things like that. I don't like those. That's bills in general, yeah, mm. and cell phones. Mobile phones, when they just, you buy one and then two years after you oh, take good yeah. care of it and then it stops mm. working well and then you it's have to date. buy a new yeah. one. Yeah, that's really annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I'm and not you? a big fan. Yeah, the, the same kind of those sort of things and, you know, a new washing machine or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you think, oh, you know, I could have, could have gone on holiday for the same price. As and the- you take good care of those, <laughs> but they become obsolete on yeah. their own and mm. you have to spend 200 euros in yeah. a new something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And car- when a car breaks down yeah. as well. Yeah. Or especially the the worst thing actually is when you have like I a couple of years ago I had some like uh, two accidents with the car that were not serious at all mm. but both these separate accidents well one was my wife and one was me <laughs> where we broke the door oh, no. of the car mm. and so we had to spend a lot of money <laughs> on fixing the doors of the cars and the insurance didn't cover it because yeah. it was our fault. Right. And that was yeah. very painful <laughs> to spend that money. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, good. So finally, we've got a game. So what we have to do, what you have to do, right. is you have to tell me which currency is worth more okay okay so this mm. is about money and it's about currencies about world okay currencies. can okay. we google it no, you no. okay <laughs> so is one euro worth more or less than one uk pound liz it's worth less one euro is worth less than a uk pound that's yes. right very good one point to liz <laughs> uh, vicky is one uk pound worth more or less than one Japanese yen? I think one pound is worth more. It's worth more, that's correct. Yes. Bing. Uh, <laughs> and one point to you. Uh, is, a, is a yen worth more or less than a Thai baht from Thailand? Mm. Japanese yen or a Thai baht? I'm just going to guess because I really don't know, but... Um, I would say that a yen is worth more than a Thai baht. No, oh. a yen is worth less than a Thai baht. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And um, Vicky, but a Thai baht and an Indian rupee. Oh. I'd say, which is worth more? Which is worth more? A Thai baht. Baht. B-A-H-T, baht. Yeah, good. Is worth more. That's right. Very mm-hmm. good. Liz, um, mm. Indian rupee or Singapore dollar? Oh, goodness. Perhaps Rups. the yeah, yeah. Singapore dollar is worth more than a rupee? Is worth more. That's right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Vicky, Singapore dollar or Egyptian pound? Okay. Um, I'm going to say Singapore dollar. Singapore dollar is worth more. <laughs> Very good. Um uh, Liz, the Egyptian pound or the US dollar? Um, I 
I'm going to guess that the US dollar is worth more than an Egyptian pound. Yes, that's right. Very good. And finally, Vicky, the US dollar or the euro? The euro is worth more. The euro is worth more. That's right. Very good. <laughs> well done. Okay. So you both win. Well done. And you've won the prize of... 200 Indian rupees. Okay. So, there you go. Here you are. There's your money. 200 Indian Thank rupees. Thank you. How much is that worth, Dave? Dave? Uh, I'll just check Google, but I think it's probably worth about less than a euro, I should think. So, well done. You're so generous. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so that's the end of the program. Thanks a lot for coming in, and uh, bye. 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 Okay, so how did you find it? Was it easy? Was it difficult? Was it uh, entertaining? Interesting? Did we mention the currency that you have in the country where you are listening to this? We talked about different, lots of different currencies, so, but obviously we only talked about 12 or something. So um, there are obviously lots and lots more currencies that we didn't mention, unfortunately. Anyway, so I'd just like to tell you that you can contact us uh, through our Facebook page by just typing in Taylor School Oviedo, O-V-I-E-D-O, Taylor School Oviedo into Facebook, or you can go to our website, taylorschool.es. You can email us at info at taylorschool.es. So we have a, a language school. You can come and have English lessons with us, or you can have Skype lessons from anywhere in the world okay with uh with the people who who you listen to on these podcasts don't forget there are over 50 or 60 podcasts uh, available at the moment on all different subjects different conversation topics and also about the cambridge exams the first certificate and advanced cambridge exams and also about different grammar points so you can go to our website taylorschool.es stroke podcasts and find uh, all the different podcasts that we have, and you can search for, uh, for different topics there. Okay, let's go through the list of vocabulary, the difficult vocabulary. So again, you can find this list of vocabulary at our website and do a search for money in the podcast section of our website. Okay, so the first one is careless spender. So to spend money, yeah, you spend money. A careless is where you do it without a care. So the opposite is a careful. You're careful. Careful is where you're, you take care. You, you don't do silly things. And careless is where you don't really worry about what you spend your money on. A careless spender. The next one, don't bargain for. So bargain is an interesting word. To bargain... It has different meanings. Bargain can mean to to sort of try to reduce the price of a product. You might do that in a market. Yeah, you might say, oh, uh, it's £10. Oh, no, I'll, I'll give you £8. Uh, and say, okay, I'll give it to you for £8 uh, for two. So it's £16 for two or something like that. So that's to bargain. Or a bargain as a noun means something that has a good 
price, a cheap price. It's a bargain. It was cheap for what it is. And but the the expression that uh, that is used in the podcast is "don't bargain for." So it means that something that you don't expect. I didn't bargain for that. I didn't expect that. Okay. So it's something that you didn't think that was going to happen. Or you could say, she got more than she bargained for. So she got more than she expected. Yeah, for example. Okay, tight-fisted is the next one. Tight-fisted. So tight is the opposite of loose, tight. And the fist is where, if you take your hand and you and you squash your hand up into a ball, so you make a like a ball from your hand like you like you want to hit somebody <laughs> for example uh, that is a fist okay and a tight fist is where you hold it tight you hold your fingers tight so the fist is closed and that just means if you're tight fisted it means that you don't spend money on things you're tight fisted and thrifty uh, we discussed this in the podcast thrifty is a similar meaning but it means yeah careful with money Tight-fisted has got more negative connotations and thrifty, maybe less less negative. Just try to use everything you have uh, and not spend too much money. Okay, the next one. In the red. In the red. So you can say, if you're in the red, it means that your bank or your business or something like that is uh, in negative amounts of money. Yet your bank account, if your bank account has minus 100 pounds you are in the red if you have one pound you are in the black or if you have 100 pounds you ha- you are in the black in the red in the black yeah it's always best i think to be in the black um not that i am because i have a mortgage so i am very much in the red <laughs> at the moment anyway uh next the cost of living cost of living it's just how much it costs to live. So that might include your house, what you have to pay for your house, um, your fo- the food, uh, heating, air conditioning or electricity or whatever, um, transport. Everything added up is the cost of living. Uh, average income. So the average is when you add up all of the amounts and you divide it by the number of amounts that you have the average so for example if you have one person who earns 100 pounds a month one person who earns a thousand pounds a month the average between those two would be that you add them together and divide them by two so you have a hundred plus a a thousand is a thousand one hundred and you divide it by two so that's uh, 550 so the average income between those two people is 550 and the average income is an is an interesting figure because it tells you it tells you the average but it doesn't tell you the extremes so you might have a country like in the united states for example it's a country where the average income is high but then there's a big big difference there's a big inequality so you have a lot of people earning a very small amount of money and also quite a lot of people earning a lot of money but the average income just gives you that average figure yeah anyway 
the next one rely on rely on is similar to depend on you rely on something that if you trust that thing or it's important for you for example what do i rely on i rely on my wife i don't know to help me in life and we share uh the things around the house so we rely on each other i rely on my parents for help and advice and things like that what do i rely on i rely on my car yeah i rely on it that it's not going to break down and leave me in the middle of nowhere on my way to work when i have to go to work or something like that i rely on things mm. yeah next one installments installments is where you divide a big thing into small things so for example if you if you're in the red and you have to pay a thousand pounds back to the bank you might organize to pay a hundred pounds in 10 installments okay so it's in smaller installments you have also have installments of a tv series as well installments because the series is in total it's very long but then it's divided into different installments anyway next one wealth wealth is rich richness really so if you're wealthy you're rich yeah you've got a lot of money your wealth can be um your the the money that you have but also the things that you own like houses and cars and things like that so wealth wealth is about yeah how much economic power you have and the next one is time to spare time to spare spare is like extra so time to spare is the the extra time that you have um you might say have you got any spare if people are asking for money on the streets they might say have you got any spare change yeah that means some uh, money that you have extra that you can give to them spare the next one a pile a pile is like a little mountain of something so for example you might have a pile of clothes in your bedroom if you don't put them away properly you have a pile of clothes that sometimes happens unfortunately in our bedroom and the last one is tax the tax is the money that you have to give to the government so it's usually a percentage of your income and then that's income tax a percentage of the money that you make and also well there's tax all different types of taxes but tax is the money that goes to the government and that's all so thank you very much for listening and uh, i hope you listen uh, next time okay take care bye let's talk about medical you have a choice and molina makes it easy especially when it comes to the care you need so let's talk about you about making your life easier about extra help to manage your health let's talk about your needs now and for the future nobody knows medical better than molina it starts with a phone call Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.